Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, hello, everybody. It's another Tuesday. It's another brand new episode of Is It Just Me? The podcast where we talk about all sorts of nonsense with the height, the root, importance and respect that it's due. Don't you think, James Williams? Absolutely, Joe Elvin. That's James. Oh, yeah. That's James Williams. And you're Joe Elvin. I'm Joe Elvin, but it isn't just us on Is It Just Me? Is it today? Oh, my gosh. We We are in the presence of beauty and, I don't know, just like television acting royalty. And one of our, our first returning guests yes. to the pod cupboard. She the is. pod cupboard's had a bit of an upgrade since she was here the last time. But well, had, well, it always does it. when this guest walks we, in. It we, automatically upgrades. We've cleaned it up. In. We've elevated it for Madame Elizabeth Hurley. Well, hey. Welcome. <laughs> Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. I'm honoured to be the first returning guest. Thank and you. How and why have you been up since 4am? What a fabulous leading question that is. <laughs> well, it is October, which for yes. us means Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So every year, for me, for the last 23 years, for the campaign for the last 26 years, um, October's the month where we talk about breast cancer. Mm. Mm. And, you know, we continue to give out pink ribbons. I think the Estee Lauder companies have given out 160 million Wow. In the 26 years they've been going. I think I've got about 15 of those. Yes, yeah. I, I yeah. have a collection as yeah. well. And I give them out. And, um, yeah, it's a very important month for us. You know, we, we, we started off, you know, really um, with an awareness campaign because when Evelyn Lauder started this campaign, um, nobody spoke about breast cancer. And that's why she decided to do it. She said women are dying all over the world. And no one's talking about Isn't it. Isn't that yet. extraordinary to think? Because I can't, I can honestly not remember when we didn't talk about it, which is, so that's an achievement in itself. Well, really. it is. And the only reason I can remember when we didn't is because when Evelyn said that to me 23 years ago, my grandma had just died mm. of breast cancer and we didn't talk about it. Mm. She didn't want to talk about it. it. It It was unthinkable that we'd all sit around and say the word breast and, how, say how's it going how's the treatment going how was it today it was just nobody spoke about it yeah so it 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 i i it really resonated with me when evelyn said that and um you know and since then of course awareness is as you rightly say sky high and i guess women under 25 
I have no idea of a world where we didn't talk about breast cancer. Yeah. Now, the flip side of awareness is, and I'm wondering on what your perspective is, is being involved with the campaign for so long now. I think that sometimes there's always a, a fear and a danger of fatigue around mm. charities and awareness. But from what your vantage point, you probably have seen progress, right? You've seen causes to be optimistic well, about yeah, the whole I think, thing. I think there's two things. Um, I used to think that. When it came round again to October time, I I used to think, oh, I'm going to be on the same TV show I was on last year. And in some ways, the subject matter is the same, even though, as you rightly say, that there's always progress in treatments and diagnosis, which there has been considerable. But why I found it was still very significant to everyone I spoke to and to myself is because we'd all met women in that year who'd been diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm. It wasn't a stagnant thing that happened once. I mean, two of my friends have been diagnosed this month. And they're both under 50 and they're, they're both mums. Um, and almost everybody I speak to now, wherever I go, I could be walking, it could be the girl behind British Airways, wherever I am, because people know I do so much for this, they all tell me their stories. Mm. And I hear way too many during the year. It's terrifying. Mm. It's terrifying. So, that's, so it's still fresh. Really and people sorry turning to, on the TV yeah. today yeah. or listening to the radio, they they will also have known someone in that year. So it's it still that's very the thing. poignant. Yeah. I'm very sorry to hear that about your friends. And we all and that's the thing that's so hideous and insidious about cancer. It doesn't yeah. matter if you don't have it. It, it affects you it, in some way. Yeah. But as you said, though, you are here. There, are, there is some positive strides being made. There's some new research you, I know you're very keen to talk about that, you know, well, it's been quite well there are i mean from today back to when when we started um we used to only talk about breast cancer now we know that breast cancer takes many many forms so back then um most breast cancers were all treated in the same way but now they can distinguish between different cancers so now a cancer treatment is worked out for each woman to deal to target her cancer which means that you don't necessarily get bombarded with the drugs which actually won't affect your cancer right so all that separation has been done um, and detection is so much higher, partly because of the awareness campaign, so that now women know to check their own breasts. They know to go to the doctor immediately if they're scared, not go, ooh, uh, it might go away. Yeah. Mm. They know to have a mammogram over the age of 40 as often as their doctor and you know medical care recommends. And so it means they are finding cancers more, but they're finding them earlier and more women are surviving it. Because, um, you know, if a cancer's found early, it's 90% um, curable. But if it's found later, it's 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 not such a pretty story. Yeah. Because the tumours they could have spread, and it, they're much harder to treat. Mm. So still the same awareness message stays the same as it always has done. But more people are listening to it. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And what can people do? Obviously, anyone listening at home. Obviously, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. What can we still do? Obviously, wear the pink ribbon. Obviously, but what else well, can we do to make a difference? The, the first thing is for everybody to look after themselves, because as women are the caretakers of the world, if we don't take care of ourselves, we can't take care of anyone else. And may I just draw attention to the fact that Elizabeth's brought her own blanket. <laughs> Very <laughs> on message with that. It's because, yeah. it's because I got up early today. So take I'm cold. care of yourself, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Bring a pink yeah. blanket to match your pink dress. Yeah, I am. I'm impressed. Uber blanket. Shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think number one is that women have to um, be familiar with their own breasts. Evelyn told me that women should check their own breasts at the same time of the month every month because they change during mm. the month with periods and ovulation and everything. So you pick a day, first day of my period, whatever, first day of the month, and always check them on the same day and be really aware of any changes. Mm. And that's really important. And you're only the only person who can really know that is yourself. So you have to rev up and do that. 
and go for help. That's the first thing you can do. The second thing to do is to bully your friends to do exactly the same. What? And all the women you touch know. my breasts yeah. <laughs> now. Perhaps touch, yeah. them. <laughs> Perhaps touch their own. Touch your own. That's really important. Yeah. And then you, once you know your um, friends hit forty, is to recommend that they have their first mammogram mm. and do it as regularly as it's as it's considered necessary. That mm. those are really important. But because, as I said, awareness is so high now after twenty five years, we're really trying to move our campaign that campaign now towards ending breast cancer and now we all know what it is so now we have all talk about it so now let's bring it closer to the end and all the research scientists that we fund that we talk to um, have all said that there's only one thing standing between today when women are dying and a day when women don't die of breast cancer and that's funding mm. right so it's funding 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 more research funding for more research and so our hashtag this year is time to end breast cancer. Yeah. So now we're just saying more money. Yeah. We need to raise it. And we need to find ways. And to there's raise a whole array you know, of Estee Lauder products you can buy and obviously money goes towards the campaign. You can. And there's a really thing you can do during the month of October this month, which um, if people use their Instagram accounts and post a picture and hashtag time to end breast cancer and hashtag ELC donates, we will donate $25 for every post. That's huge. $26,000 to represent 26 years of being for the campaign. And um, that funds half an hour of research. Wow. $25. Yeah, presumably, I can't post 50 times and you'll do <laughs> yes, that. You can. Oh, really? Yes, you can. Yeah. Every, time right. those, every time those tags hit up until you're hitting our target. You hear that, so, people. Get get tagging. tagging. Get doing it now. Time to end breast cancer. ELC donates. I will absolutely be doing that. So will on I. On a post about this podcast. Yes. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, and there was, as you did touch upon it, but you know, in the 26 years, you know, there has been. I think it was is it the new, the stat that is it 38 percent. There's been, there has been in terms of the improvement of t- in terms of treatment of mortality. Yeah, yes, since the late 80s. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we are getting there, aren't we? That's the good positive message we have to get out as well. More women I think. are getting diagnosed, but more women are surviving. Yeah, and the diagnosis is probably because it's being detected earlier, which is a good thing. Mm. So it everything is moving in a positive way, and the care that um, women are being given during their treatment people are really seeing a correlation and understanding that it's not enough for a woman to be diagnosed sat in a chair having chemotherapy and sent out into the world again it's not enough there has to be support there has to be aftercare there has to be a lot more compassion towards people and other things this is I mean it's early days of a study right now but I went down to the labs um, in Brighton two weeks ago to talk to one of our research scientists um, Professor Dame Leslie Fallowfield and they're doing an experiment at the moment which is still in the lab but it's looking very promising where you know how everybody always says to us oh stress is a killer oh you've got to de-stress and we're like yeah well I'm a bit busy right now mm. um, well for breast cancer that sentence may have a significance too because they're doing this study where when we're stressed we reduce we release cortisol into the bloodstream which is the stress hormone and they're doing a test at the moment which is when they have where they find when there's cortisol present in a cell, the chemotherapy drugs are less efficient, yeah, less effective. And when there's less cortisol there, they do a better job. So even though it's in the early stages, it's really suggesting that helping women to relax during their chemotherapy mm-hmm. might have a beneficial effect on the treatment. Um, yeah. And that's basic. Yeah. It's free. But I, I, I don't doubt that, do you? I mean, I know no, that I, I feel physically terrible if I'm stressed. Yeah. I think it does have yeah. a physical manifestation. And it's hard. It's really yeah. hard for us. I mean, you know, we see kids getting stressed because their Instagrams don't get enough likes. 
Mm. <laughs> I mean, that shouldn't really be a cause of stress. You know, we're not fighting for our lives. Yeah. It's um, it's something very different. So yes, so a, a lot of these places now, you know, there's some fantastic havens and places that women can go to, um, where they can have treatments, relaxing treatments. Um, one lady I spoke to there two weeks ago said that during her chemotherapy, um, someone was providing reflexology at the same time, which just can make you relax. And yeah. of course, it's, it's pretty fast that the um, reaction comes. Um, and also, it's quite interesting because they did a cortisol test on me, and I thought the most relaxed I could be was flopping on the sofa. <laughs> that feels pretty relaxed to me. But in fact, doing the cortisol testing, that my, my rates were lowest when I'd gone for a walk. Right. Lower yeah. than when I'd yeah. been on the sofa. And I didn't know that. So that's mm. quite interesting, isn't it? That okay. gentle yeah. exercise. It clears the mind rather. Maybe yes. you're lying there. You're, all you're doing is working your mind. Yeah, and I never even thought about yeah. that. That's a good I know. point, actually. I know. So apparently, and also, of course, in many other ways, gentle exercise is extremely good for us in every way. So it all seems to come back to looking after the self in an all-embracing way. way. Yeah. It's everything that we yeah. have to think of. It's not enough to just, you know, Take a pill because you've got a headache. Drink some water. Go for a walk. Worry, you know, think about why you're feeling exactly. so head up. Yeah. yeah. So we have to, you know, take it as a whole. And that's good advice, no matter what yes. your state of health exactly. is at the moment. Going yeah. forward for everyone. I think yeah. it really is. I think we just have to be more mindful of the self, and it's not a very female thing to do. I don't think we always put ourselves bottom. You know, because there's so much else not to me, do. Not me, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> no. Why? No. no. I mean, I was saying, you know, look, look, everyone, if you kill me, I can't look after you. Yeah. So I need. Well, that's very true. <laughs> yeah. But you know how it is. We let, you know, everybody else gets the choice of where we all go on vacation. Our opinion doesn't really seem to matter. Yeah. It's yeah. What everyone wants to eat. We always put ourselves bottom. No, it is. It's peace, true. Keep everybody yeah. else happy. We're Spinning plates. Yeah, I know. And sometimes I think, you know, we're beginning to learn that that, it's not beneficial for us and it might not be beneficial for our families and we're not there. Well, it's very... It, it's So the most selfless thing you can do is be is selfish. A little bit more yes. selfish. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and that's such a yeah. new thought. Yeah. 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 It's true. Well, that's what I'm going to take away from today. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Be Let's selfish. Be selfish for yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. No It'll make everyone. you an amazing mother. No Come on, everyone. Yeah. Let's go for a nice walk by ourselves and read a book. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's warmed us up perfectly for some topics. <laughs> Is it just me who is a total beauty junkie? Well, it's paying off for you, Elizabeth, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, you're a good ad for it. Maybe I should. I, I'm more of a beauty tart. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got, you know, the the beginnings of a load of really um, amazing beauty regimes that I was always going to stick to. So my cupboard is absolutely full of three quarters done. Things you've, products you've started. And don't cleanses. one day you say, right, that's it. I'm going to finish this bottle of shampoo. Yeah. Then I'm going to move to that one, and yeah. I'm not going to open a new one. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I have beauty product infidelity. Oh. But I have guilt about throwing away. Oh, if there's something well, in it, no, I can't throw it away. Joe sits there. Just sort of like, you know, we're sort of like now kind of like, you know, it's like a video game, my shower, which is sort of like the oh. obstacle course of getting oh, into that, the so you're, you're a beauty hoarder, not a junkie. You're a hoarder. I'm a beauty hoarder. I'm a beauty whore. <laughs> I'm messy the I, whole lot. I mean, I love a product. I'm a man who loves a product. I'll say that. But I'm, I'm I think like you, Elizabeth, in that, in that respect. Saying, I'm going to finish this. I have to finish it. Even if I bought something new. I almost tend to use too much product every day just to get rid of that product like so I can start a new bread, one. like a new loaf of bread, isn't it? Okay, <laughs> so if you buy a new loaf of bread but you know there's four slices left, yeah. are you going to make yourself eat those slightly stale slices or are you going to open the new one? I, op- I open the new one and it will be solid grounds for divorce in my house one of these days <laughs> because my husband could kill me every time I do it. Oh. Yeah, I would make bread and butter pudding. 
I'd, I'd make breadcrumbs from them and put them in yeah, the freezer for later that. use. I've done that. Yeah, or yeah. feed the I wonder ducks. What that or says about all of us? Yeah. How, yeah, how we deal with those sad, last four slices yeah. of bread in our life. But no, have, you, have, have both of you got those sort of like gloriously glamorous Scandi-looking bathrooms that have got like one pristine white product on the white tiles? No, 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 I no, try no, yeah. to, they, but I also yeah, have like a mirrored bathroom can. cabinet that is it, literally masquerading a whole load of crap behind it. But yeah, I try to keep the actual things on display tidy. Well, I mean. I'm sure you get given an awful lot too in your job, but I because I've worked for I've Estee tried Lauder to be controlled. Yeah, years, I have a great deal of product, mm. and I get everything new that comes out, and I love all of it. Mm. So I use a lot of product because it's just it's because for me it's there. Yeah, and I always believe everything it says on the skincare. But also, and you, you, and you, to, need, you need really, to be able really to talk really about work. it. Oh, we yeah, have to ask to you about. though because yeah. you made headlines the world over when you said you moisturise ten times a day. Did you expect that to blow up the way it did? Well. <laughs> Well, well, it's an interesting thing because I, I, I do have to because you have to, you know, once you hit fifty, yeah. I mean, you really your skin just gets drier and drier and drier. Oh, I was, was going to say that's sounding like it was the law when <laughs> I when law. I hit fifty. <laughs> no, but it, but it does, and also you know with air conditioning and with heating. So yes, I do. So I I squirrel because I have so much product. I do squirrel a hand cream, a moisturizer in my bag in my car various parts in the house and I do I put it on all the time and Joan Collins taught me to do that mm. she told me to put eye cream on she said around her house she has a little pot of cream and she'll just idly put more on around her eyes and it really works it wow. sinks in immediately I always put moisturiser on top once I've done my makeup later on I might just put some on my hands and sort of slap it on and it really works over the makeup Jesus Christ I've been going wrong all these well, years it's time to start no more but I'm glad you clarified that because what I kept finding was people saying how does it work with her makeup no it does <laughs> if you just put it on your fingers and then just tap Dab it, it on. in like that it just actually makes your makeup look nicer you're not rubbing it in no. and rubbing it off you're just doing and that and hey if it's good enough for Dame Joan Collins and skin is La exactly I mean yeah. you know but also yeah. legs and arms everything just gets dry but also it's not only when you get older it is living in a building where you can't open the windows and there's air or um, heat it's really bad for you mm. really bad so you have to counteract and drink a bit more water so I'm sure you've been asked this before but desert island situation what products are, the, are just non-negotiable got to have them well, it would have to be a great face moisturiser, mm -hmm. for sure. Um, and I go through all our brands and change it all the time. I, and I do have a lot of them on the go, but I always finish a pot. Um, moisturiser, for sure. We have, we've had a serum that we've... I've, on my very first audition for Estee Lauder, at the end of 1994... Your audition for Estee Lauder? <laughs> well, my interview. When I first Rude. met the Lauder family... <laughs> I should have been begging you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hadn't ever done any modelling before. I was 29, but I'd never modelled, so... We had to do a photo shoot with very nice Albert Watson in New York. And then I met Evelyn and Leonard Lauder and Aaron. And um, they gave me, e e Evelyn gave me two things at that meeting when I hadn't got the job yet. She gave me a little um, file of uh, um, Pleasures, the new fragrance they're about to launch. Right. Which okay. I actually launched yeah, for them I remember. in 95, yeah. which I still wear. And so does my mother. We love it. She gave me a little test thing of that. And she gave me an advanced night repair. And she said, whatever happens, you have to use this every day. And I said, okay. And I have used it every day. True to your word. It's a serum, and it's a really good one. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's, you know, the formula's there. It's a beautiful box. It's fantastic. So I'd want to take uh, that to the desert island. Okay. And a moisturizer. 
and a lip gloss. Yeah. Not not even a gloss, but like a balm or something. I've, I, I'm tense if I don't have a balm in the bag. I hate it too. <coughs> yeah, and on, I get yeah. on a desert island. I yeah, mean, that's you're, that's rife for chap lips, isn't it? Yeah, All that heat. So. Yeah, and wind. Yeah. And yeah, no, good, good, good but choice. Evelyn Lauder. I mean, I didn't know her as well as you did, but I just thought she was one of the most amazing, adorable she was. women I'd ever met. And the story that I think always speaks volumes about Evelyn is I had lunch with her one day, and she insisted on paying, and she pulled out her wallet in quotes unquote and it was three massive big strips of gaffer tape that had been sort of like fashioned into a rectangular shape by one of her grandchildren and she said oh well you know I mean I have all these designer ones but this was made by my granddaughter and I love it and I just thought so and I'll never forget that yeah but she used to do because um we used to work together all the time when I was in New York and I was of course always in a hotel and she was always in her you know beautiful house and every single day she'd bring me leftovers from Leonard's and her dinner the night before oh. in a little Tupperware box because she knew I'd be picking at hotel food and not liking oh. it. Yeah. Every single day she'd give me something That's to eat. so sweet. Which of course I ate immediately in the car. She was an amazing woman and launched the whole Pink Ribbon she yeah. did. campaign. She, she, she co-invented the Pink Ribbon yeah. in 1992 with Alexander Penny yeah. who um, had a, the then magazine Self. It doesn't exist anymore. Oh, yes. And they did it together. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So there you go, people. That's the history behind your Pink Ribbon. Yeah. Yep. No, she was fab. Yeah. Where so we yes. pride. And that's why we're beauty junkies. Because we love Evelyn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Here. Yeah. So next up today, um, Joe Elvin, Elizabeth Hurley. Uh, is it just me who I, I've realised I think I might be an active lazy person? So I've realised that I'm clearly because of my work, I have to be. But I, I do sometimes worry that if I'm left to my own devices... I wouldn't really talk to anyone. I wouldn't get up. I wouldn't really wash. <laughs> Do you get one of those days you just can't be bothered? And I said, yeah. and I look at my mum and my dad. My mum is more like me. My dad is one of those people that he's 82 and he's probably the busiest 82-year-old you'd ever meet in your life. And I just go, how has my apple fallen so far from this tree? Because he's so active and he's so like up and about doing stuff. Yeah, but there's a difference because I'm also busy as a bee and active the entire time. But at every moment, I would rather be lying on the sofa reading a book. <laughs> That's me. And, yeah. But I'm not. Yeah. I mean, I am. Yeah. I never sit down. But when I, I go but to I the country, I like never me, sit. I bet you're like me in that even though that's, there's that fantasy, it never occurs to you that it's to an actual it. option. No, <laughs> yeah. no. Yeah. I, no yeah. never. But I would yeah. like to. Yeah. Your dad probably doesn't even want to. No. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, my dad retired... 15, 20 years ago and he still is on so many committees and so many charities. You know, he's, he's as busy as he was when he was technically employed. Interesting. Um, and I, I mean, I, but you know, we all see those people because I, you know, I see very proactive people and I feel like I'm, I, I kind of feel like, oh, I, I best do something then. I, you know, yeah, some I don't just... want to go for a walk when I go for <laughs> no. a walk. I'd much rather read my book. I, I am lazy, but I just don't have the lifestyle that allows no. it. That's, <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's how it works. So, yeah. But, but having said that, then you know I I'm I'm I like exercise. I do like being active. You know, you, you all go to the gym. You work out, so we're not that. Well, I think I go to the gym because of the patriarchy, <laughs> and I sort of like feel like it's the rule. You know, I yeah. Well, I go. Don't well, you? Well, yeah, that's why we all hate you. So. <laughs> but no, but well, I just sit still. Yeah, I'm active. Sometimes you yeah. don't have to go to the gym as long as you're active. I think it's being active that's the thing. Mind you, I got given one of those you know Fitbits. Um, and I was absolutely horrified. You know, we're meant to hit 10,000 steps a day, according to the American Cancer Society. Heart Association, sorry. Yeah. Um, and in London, I wasn't even hitting 2,000. Really? It was really frightening. It in is the country, hard. Easy. Yeah. That's without, because you're being exercising. carried shoulder high through the streets by well, a legion of pampered minions. <laughs> no, I mean, all I do is walk downstairs, really. Walk, 
Well, just stairs to my computer. down in a Manolo. Well, well yeah. I do have four flights of stairs, but if that's all I really did, walk up and down the stairs and then maybe walk into a cab. Yeah. I mean, it, it didn't hit 2000. And that was really frightening for me because I thought, yeah. oh my God, no. something has to give. So how are you going to get into your London life walking if you don't actually have an office? So you don't actually go anywhere in London. Quite difficult. Mm. Well, I think also since I've been freelance, technically, I, I've worried I've become more of an active, lazy person. Because you have to make things happen when you're working essentially for yourself. So you do yes, have you do. to, you, you know, make things happen. And, and it was quite funny for uh, quite some time this year when I was processing what to do with my life. I, I think I was probably very stagnant and i got to a point where it's been like okay it's it's like march now it's about time you did something it's been about three months since you actually went out and did try to make something happen for yourself but i know i did i did think what would have been my natural had it not been financial what would have been my cutoff point to basically get up and do to something reti- oh, yeah because yeah. you know just retire yourself oh my god i can't wait to retire yeah if you had a stash <laughs> in the bag would you just retire absolutely but then i think i'd probably be, end up being my dad i'd probably then end, end up doing all the Busy things i genuinely around. like doing know. you know and how nice would that be i know well that's the dream isn't growing it? a beard treating and, yourselves yeah. yeah doing the garden Go, yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. i'd like to do the garden all day yeah. if i could and that's good exercise retire, i would spend five days a week in the garden are you very green green fingered yes but I quite like the manual labour bits too. I like weeding and cutting and tying back and tidy. I like doing all that tidying up, blowing the leaves, shouting at everyone to help if they don't. <laughs> I like organising the wood pile. I like cleaning all the equipment. You're not like an active lazy person. You're an active person. No, I am, but I would rather not be. Mm. But I see someone's got to do it. So I think, well, that obviously has to be You're me. really then. freaking and, me out because I can't trying. think of what I would do if I didn't have all the things I had to do. That's really sad, isn't it? That's I need to fill that void. But you see, I'm a total. Maybe so I'd take up knitting or something. Like maybe oh, I'd I did start, that like, last do a craft. Year too. I did that at night. Yeah, we were we were knitting things oh, yeah. for African orphans. <laughs> Me and my sister were knitting vests. We had a competition. So you could knit the most. It was quite- yeah, I, I would do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I'm then a contradiction. You see, because I don't like holidays. So how if I'm I prefer to stay at home myself. Yeah, I d- well, by far. I yeah, I don't really like going on holiday anymore and I'm actually not very good. I can't really I lie like on a beach, I can't lie I in the sun. Yeah. Out. So I don't really enjoy that side of things. So not it is it is I just weird. I don't even know who you two are anymore. Well, I it's not uh, awful. Well, I yeah, it's true. I tell you what, really, I don't feel bad actually because it depends you if you've had a hard week or whatever, you've done some stuff and you you you're, you can have a, a sofa day or a duvet day. I guess when I feel bad is when I have to sit there and I go, "Oh, I need to call my mum." And you just go, oh, I, can't, I can't actually quite bring myself to pick the up the phone. I can't pick up the phone. It's over there. And I can't quite. That's terrible. And I keep telling myself, okay, you need to do that in the next half an hour. And you've got, for goodness sake, just do it. You do know? you have a to-do list? I know, I, I'm not a big list maker, but I, I think I have a way of cataloging things in my brain. So I do have one in there somewhere, but do I don't do actually lists? physically write it down. Are you an oh, avid yeah. list maker? Yeah. Oh, then I drown <laughs> my way through them then rewrite them again onto new lists and cross them out but then I don't really want to quite cross it because I want to see what I did as well so I don't really like crossing it out so then I have to undo my crossing I don't out. like seeing everything written down that I have to do oh, it's, I don't it's like it's it terrible. it well it's, yeah. the pressure's on because it's it? always it's always triple digits I mean you uh-huh. can't make a list that's yeah forget it it always I just wait till someone yells at me to do it and then that's well, when I know I have to do it okay we have yeah. cortisol levels are rising yeah. <laughs> Dro- drop them well, or the golden rule is you just make a list and the first three things are things you've already done oh yeah that's a good one so you put a tick next <laughs> to them immediately yeah I'm done so that one oh, I do that. no I do sometimes put on my list things I've actually just done <laughs> yeah. Just to say, just to be Fetic, smug. Yeah. Just no one's really that list from me anyway. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Who are we kidding? Yeah. It's about self-care. Self-care. Exactly. Yeah, self-love. Making you feeling good about yeah. yourself. Okay, so here's to being active, lazy people. 
Uh, if you are an active lazy person, you're sat at home listening to the show. And you're going, if you're lazy, we won't judge. Oh, yeah, we won't. Actually, yeah. we don't judge anyone. But uh, if you are sat there going, yes, that's totally me, uh, do get in touch with us. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, send us an email. The email address is isitjustmepodcast at gmail.com. And in fact, we did get a very lovely email this week. Uh, first of all, it was, again, this is a subject that won't die in support of Joe's hatred of bananas. Oh, my God, banana gate. Um, this I know I'm a freak, everyone, <laughs> but you know. People are loving it. No, so I won't eat them either. Oh! <laughs> it's such a good source of potassium. I know. Elizabeth Hurley. <laughs> I have maybe one or two a day. Oh. They help you sleep, don't they, apparently? Potassium is very good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, Claire Enright, you got in touch to say thank you so much for the podcast. You've been enjoying them and they're keeping you entertained whilst you walk to work and cleaning and driving. Uh, you also know, think twice about eating a banana in public in case I come across My any Joe Elvin. is done, there. everyone. Anyway, Claire. What happened on a bread? <laughs> Would you have banana bread? I have had banana bread as long as I have got nothing to do with the handling or visualising of the banana skins or the mashing of the bananas or the smelling of the mashed bananas oh or the God. looking at the smelling of the skin. She really hates them. Yeah, but they yeah, really, you, there's you, just a thing. They just really, really turn my stomach. Yeah, yeah. It's actually not that interesting, but it seems to have been the topic. That it's touching, it's touching people. Listeners. It's bringing people together. <laughs> uh, but also, you did also ask us, Claire, if it's just you. Is it, is it just me who prefers to watch children slash Disney films after a long day? I'm like, absolutely not. No, it's heaven. Ben and Holly, that's my tip. Oh, what yeah. is that? I don't again? know. It's on one of those channels. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's in my, my child, child-rearing past. I mean, yeah. we've talked about this before, but you know, when you've had a long day... Sometimes you don't want to watch the Netflix drama that everyone's talking about that's going to slightly require you to engage your brain. Sometimes you want to watch something oh. mindless and... Well, if I feel really sorry for myself, I can read an Enid Blyton book quite happily. <laughs> oh, I know. joy. Yeah, I can just take it to the bottom. You'll read the whole one. Not one of those one like, now considered racist ones, clearly. Just, you know, like a <laughs> nice... Five Find yeah. Outers or <laughs> yeah. St. Clair's or Mallory Towers. I miss Moonface. Re- there you go. Where is Moon- he? Moonface. Oh, Folk of the Far Way Tree. Folk of the Far <laughs> Way Tree. That's my favourite. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's my son. Favorite saucepan man. Oh Aww. yeah, yeah, heaven, yeah. heaven. Well, Aww. there you go then, Claire. Elizabeth Hurley's totally got your back. It's she you says, and Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, watch the kids' films, read the Enid Blyton books, and yeah. get down. Heaven, enjoy. Anyway, Claire, thanks for getting in touch, and thank you for listening to the show. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the." F- are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Get up to thirty percent off wedding jewelry at bluenile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. 
Elizabeth Hurley, James Williams. Is it just me who never buys music anymore? Is this a terrible thing? I mean, in my case, I have to admit, yes, I know there's a whole digital conversation, Spotify, yada, yada. But for some years now, I've kind of been, it's the one area of of my relationship where I'm really a surrendered wife. (laughs) I really, I, I just kind of like accidentally, absentmindedly gave up all rights to the stereo some years ago and every now and again I'll be in the car or in the kitchen and thinking what is it that's irritating me oh I know what's irritating me it's this rap music that I haven't put on and I've been listening to for the last 25 minutes <laughs> yeah well the same with me with my son yeah that's why I don't get anything because he's in charge of the yeah. music yeah and just sneers at us is there our own music anything on. that you have in common that you can listen to yes there's plenty we have in common yeah ish then I get favourite songs and then I like them for a really long time and he said, it's because I'm middle-aged. <laughs> so like when it was hip to like Despacito, of course, I'd never heard of it. But a year later, God then damn, mummy's singing along. <laughs> yeah. And they're yeah. like, yeah, oh no, all middle-aged women love that song this year. I'm like, really? <laughs> okay, that thanks. Is such a but diss, don't you think it? teenagers are just programmed to think the second your mum or dad likes something, They'll it's over. It. Yeah, and we ha- yeah, of course. That's why I twerk just to upset my daughter. It's <laughs> to, to, to make sure she never does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah to true. make sure she never does. If I need her to, if she needed to shut up and leave the room, I start twerking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Try that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I'm not very good at it either, but I give it a, a, the old college try. <laughs> um, yeah, but it is a funny old thing because I. I've recently, well, a couple of years ago, I got a vinyl record player again because I felt like I. That's another thing all middle-aged people do. I know. Yeah. I found all the records <laughs> in the garage well, the other day. Yeah, but it's I've great. I've got them all the 70s and 80s. Oh my god, all they're pretty worth money. They're warped, but all of them. Mm. Well, come on, I get them. Covers are so amazing, aren't they? Yeah, they're really. Because the thing yeah, is, you, the thing. you just don't. I mean, I, have, I am. I, I admit it. I'm a big Spotify fan. I don't buy any music anymore. It's all just on Spotify. So yeah. Uh, so for me now to rediscover my old vinyl albums, which I, my mum thankfully did hang on to me. Have but you also, played them? Yeah. I've got. Can you listen to that? This is going to sound so camp. I've literally got a sixty-year-old vinyl record version of the Sound of Music soundtrack. Uh, uh, <laughs> so I, because it's my mother's, we've got it too. It's amazing. Yeah, that is, it was built for vinyl. Nineteen sixty-five. I know. Yeah, it was built for it though. It's amazing. Yeah. But um, but now it is also quite nice. There are also certain more modern albums I think sound great on vinyl. Like Amy Winehouse Back to Black sounds great on vinyl. But also, oh, I bet it does. Yeah. But also, loads of my friends have now started just buying me vinyl, which is actually quite nice what? because. So new, yeah. So n- is everything now on vinyl? Well, if it's I think new? it's making a massive comeback. It's wow. making yeah. a comeback. We bought my daughter for her birthday a Taylor Swift vinyl. Did you? And she spent ages, and it's and it just it, it made me realise that you never see it anymore. She spent ages looking at the sleeve notes, yeah. looking at the disc, and looking I was like, you remember pictures. learning all the words from the back. Yeah. I said, yeah. isn't it fun to have that in your hand exactly. and look? At, and someone's really cared and made that a beautiful object. Yeah. And she had no idea that oh, music could exist my that son way. For his birth. Well, yeah, I also Christmas. think it, I also think it changed because unfortunately I think now kids and you know even me you know we tend to listen to playlists so we don't listen to albums anymore no I feel like the the album is a lost art form in many oh it's in danger of becoming so we only listen to the A-side yeah exactly let's bring back vinyl let's bring back buying magazines (laughs) all of those (laughs) cool things exactly yeah no it is a shame I think you you need to make a concerted effort and I think you know guess being parents have you even tried to try and get your kids into like classic albums that you loved when you were growing up oh it's it's devastating yeah (laughs) we do it for a bit they're so they, withering about, you know, her. my Ziggy Stardust. And, uh, she's just not having no, it I know. at all. <laughs> I know. It's awful. And I've got country playlists, which I love. So if wow. I'm... If, if, so you, you're a country and western fan. I love country. 
country. Do you? Yeah, old country. I, I can imagine you it. doing a bit of a boot scoot line dance. <laughs> I can actually <laughs> see it. I love it. Yeah. I just adore it. So my son will listen to Psalm up to a point, then he goes, Mum, enough. Too much Willie Nelson. No more. No more. <laughs> oh, gosh, I remember Willie Nelson. I love Willie Nelson. Yeah. Chris Christopherson, Graham Parsons. Oh. Kenny I just Rogers. I love them. I wasn't a Kenny Rogers fan. Oh, come on. Lucille's a great song. Yeah, I know it is. Like <laughs> Jolene by Dolly Parton. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not the ones I listen to, yeah. that sort. But like, Who doesn't oh, love Dolly? I, but I sing them on karaoke. She just dissed me like her teenage son does. <laughs> oh, did yeah. I sneer? Oh, oh, yeah, no, no, not that kind <laughs> of country. Not those no. ones. Primo <laughs> <laughs> country. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but, and a karaoke fan, Elizabeth. I'm really bad at it. My I bet you're not. Brilliant. No, I am. I'm shocking because I've been videoed by my son and played back. It's beyond. <laughs> Which boring. one's the belter? Which one can you not resist getting up and. I won't say anything. Even if I don't know the words, I'll sing anything. But right now, this brings me back to my middle age thing. I decided to teach myself Despacito in Spanish. <laughs> really hard, it really fast really Spanish. And I don't speak Spanish. Yeah. Sing along to it. Get Google the words, play it, and see if you can. <laughs> it's impossible. Really? But I decided I was going to do it. So we've just sent away for the new karaoke CD. Please, will you put that Despacito. on Instagram? <laughs> yes, you've got to. Well, me? Yeah. Oh, well, I like doing the rap bit in the middle. Oh, please, oh. will you do that? That's my favourite bit. Oh, yeah, my okay. God, that's going to go viral I as... I finished learning it yet. Yeah. But it's yeah. quite hard. But yeah, no, I will. Yeah. Is there a deadline? Is there like a party Christmas. in... Christmas. You've got to have it nailed of by course. Christmas. I have to know every single word to Despacito. And it's really fast. <laughs> but yeah. That's like, I, I, I mean, my embarrassing thing is I used to try and um, learn all the Hamilton raps. Oh, it's really hard. <laughs> yeah, that is hard. Yeah. I learned all the rap of "I Want to Be a Billionaire." Oh I, yes, I do that the whole one. I <laughs> you got a whole repertoire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hidden rap artist, right? No. Uh, by the way, we're saying put it on Instagram, and Damien will be like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> leave home." I think, yeah, not gonna happen. Yeah, but we're older and wiser. I think yeah. you absolutely should. Well, buy the music, people. Yeah. Learn the raps. Get involved. Follow Elizabeth on Instagram because Absolutely. that's going to be gold. Yes. Yeah. And we be daddy Yankee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and go, remind us to get the, uh, the hashtag, Elizabeth, for people to, to. Two hashtags time to end breast cancer and hashtag ELC donates. And for every picture that they upload and they use those hashtags, $25 is going to be donated. Is that right? $25 by the Estelord companies will be do- donated to breast cancer research buying half an hour of research. That's Amazing. so brilliant. Go do that now, everyone. Thank you so much for being with Thank us today. You, I loved it. Oh, it was a treat. We well, loved it. We'll see you next same time next year. Yeah, do you mind? Yeah. <laughs> it's a date. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. Good luck with everything. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thanks for listening, everyone. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.